welcome to the latest episode of an espresso shot of confidence the podcast that explores confidence from all different angles challenges unhelpful narratives and taboos and empowers you to be awesome loudly and proudly i'm your host the master of awesomeness ashley griffiths and today we're going to reflect reflect on self authenticity personal branding whatever words you want to use that describes how you show up in life in business in your personal life in your professional life because in society we're often encouraged to be a certain way to fit into certain boxes we're not encouraged to stand out which is a hangover from our tribal days where being outside of the crowd could see us getting eaten by dinosaurs and lions and tigers and things so often we play it safe because that fear of judgment that fear of being called out pushed aside ridiculed laughed at criticized not valued is just too triggering to show up it's too loaded to show up the fear of what may happen by you being your truest self it's too scary what happens if people don't like you what if people think you're an idiot what if people say you're weird odd strange for me when i was younger hearing those words you're a bit strange ashley you're a bit weird they triggered the shit out of me because i wanted to be popular as a kid i wanted to be that kid i wanted to be popular I wanted that sunshine on me. I wanted to be the popular kid with the girlfriends and all everyone wanted to be friends with. And when that didn't happen, when people would laugh or joke or make criticisms about the way I dressed or the way I looked or the way I spoke, the fact that I apparently I wasn't good enough to be someone's boyfriend, that stuff can go deep it can go real deep especially if that's coming up time and time again in your formative years you start to believe it you start to believe that that is true that you are undesirable that people don't want to be your friends that there's something wrong with you and you see this pan out time and time again with people that have that are neurodiverse people that maybe in in past lives had to hide their sexuality in the closet because they their sense of self who they were did not conform with what other people were saying was okay or was normal or was acceptable and for me as i i think one of the most liberating things that i learned as i grew older was normal is boring i want to be normal 
<laughs> what does that even bloody mean? You know, when you think about it, when people say, well, this is normal, what does that mean? It's so subjective. And yes, it is controlled by biases and filters that are governed by our environment, by our culture, by our community. But that can change. If you think about trends, if you think about looks, if you think about the way people are, it changes over time. We don't all look the same as we did in the past. Look at the UK, for example. You go back 50, 60, 70 years ago. This was white person central. Everybody spoke some version of the English language. That was deemed normal. Then immigration really started kicking in after the end of the empire in the Second World War. And there was diversity where there had not been in the past. On top of that, you had more economic migration within the different regions of the UK. So immediately, what was normal before the war, for example, became a very, very different concept afterwards as people started mingling with people they would have never met before. People with different backgrounds, colors, countries, ethnicities. And now, as we look around modern day Britain, especially if you're in a city, it'd feel a bit odd <laughs> for me personally if I walked around a city and I only saw white people all day. Even in the small town I'm living in at the moment, not hearing another language or at least hearing somebody speaking English with a foreign accent, I would find that strange because that's our normal now. That's the normality. It's the same with sexuality. You know, in my parents' generation, probably even in my generation, you know, sexuality was not celebrated. It was something that was kind of almost frowned upon as a discussion. And if you didn't happen to be heterosexual, wow, oh my life, especially growing up in the 80s with the narrative around AIDS and HIV, there was so little acceptance in the public sphere of the fact that you might be homosexual or bisexual or, or whatever sexual there are now. I know the conversation has moved much further on. The whole concept of same-sex marriage, female vicars, <sighs> Back then, that would have been unheard of. I mean, it never really bothered me, but I can imagine my people from my granddad's generation might have had a word to say about it. Because again, normal changes. These are normal comes from the concept of cultural norms, the things that we do, the things that we deem acceptable. And this will change over time. And it changes as well, not just culturally, but it changes individually as you grow. But at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about, I, I used to get hurt by people saying, oh, you're weird, Ashley. You're a bit strange, you are. And now I'm like, thank you. Like, what? <laughs> that wasn't a compliment. Oh, no, it was. <laughs> Believe me, it really was. Because the sense, the sense of self I have now, I'm not looking constantly for that external validation. But I'd be lying if, if it wasn't still there. I think we all kind of like to get that pat on the shoulder 
when people say, oh, you've done a good job or I'm proud of you or I've done whatever it is that you've done. But the moment that you you govern your your identity by that validation is the moment that you, you, you lose yourself. You lose yourself. Take a look at social media, for example, with people putting selfie filters on themselves, beauty filters, showing highlight reels, making up a load of bullshit basically about their life, or at least what they want their life to be. And what they want people to believe their life is. And people buy into that. And as a result of that, two things happen. You go chasing the likes, you chase chasing that validity. People go chasing that into instant gratification and that instant validation. And when it doesn't come, you feel like an outsider. You feel like a failure. You feel like nobody cares. And your self-worth becomes part of a narrative about a single platform with a bunch of people you'll probably never bloody meet. When you give so much power away, and then when you start showing up as something you're not, as someone you're not, then you just completely lose yourself because it all becomes about the likes. And if you're not getting the likes, that means you suck. That means your business is crap. That means nobody likes you. You've got no friends. It's an online platform. It's an online platform. It is one platform. You could delete that platform off your phone today, off your computer and never log on again. You do not need it in your life. Yes, it can help. This isn't an anti-social media podcast. I've gained so many benefits from being on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. It gives me a platform to share messages. But I see so many people showing up as a caricature of themselves. Showing up as a cardboard cutout, I like to say. Thinking, okay, I've got to be this way. Or I've got to do exactly what that person does. I've got to copy them. And it makes it very hard to get a real sense of who you are. And it attaches a certain energy to it. And an energy that's almost repellent. Because you can kind of pick up when people are dialing it in. And I know for me, when I started creating content, I did it from a place of, okay, well, what's everybody else doing? I wasn't doing it from a place of, well, this is me. This is my outlook. This is my vibe. This is who I am. And it felt crap. It felt cringy. You know that feeling when you're doing something and your body is literally screaming at you to say, back the fuck off. Woo, woo, woo. Don't do this. Don't do this. This isn't cool. This isn't you. This isn't helping. Get the hell out of town. You got that fight and flight thing going on. Or maybe you've got that little feeling in your gut thinking, no, don't do it. This is not you. But you ignore it and you proceed to do it anyway because you read somewhere that you have to do it this way, that this is the way to do it. So you post in that way, you, you show up in that way, and nothing happens. 
because your real you isn't there. People aren't truly getting a sense of who you are. You're literally saying the same things in the same way as everybody bloody else. And that there is doing a disservice to you. I know when I got that light bulb moment where I was thinking, who the fuck is that? Who is that guy? You're not like that. And I started showing up a lot more authentically, a lot more like me, a lot more real, letting my personality out to play. When I started doing that, I started connecting with people on a deeper level. People would come to my content, they would like the positivity or they would like the energy and they'd like the sense of humor. And that really enabled me to start growing and start moving forwards and start having fun with it. Like in last week's podcast, I talked all about that, about having fun. When you are being yourself, when you're giving that space for yourself to be who you are, it's got a much easier flow. I mean, I, you know, I was thinking about this completely different sort of topic here, but I was thinking about this the other day when I, I went to an open mic. And to start with, I, I got asked to perform, to sing a few songs, and I hadn't done it for a long time. And my voice wasn't, wasn't feeling particularly great um, that day. But I was like, okay, I'll sing. And I could just feel myself in that first song. I felt myself holding back. I was so self-aware of what people might think, whether I'd be able to hit a note. So self-aware. And when I was listening to the video back, so when people recorded it, I was listening to it and I could hear, I could see it. Not in the body language. Body language actually looked quite confident because I, 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 when I get on stage, I get into a zone. But I could hear that I was holding back. There were certain notes I did not go after. And I remember thinking as I sung the first song, I was like, okay, all right, you hold back there. And that had an impact on your performance. So when I started singing the second song, I thought, you know what, I'm going for this. And I got out my bubble and I was paying attention to the room and I was looking around and saw that people were like, oh, we love this song, we love this song. And I thought, wow, you know what, screw it, I'm going for it. If I, if I don't hit the note, whatever. And all of a sudden, different level. Different level. It really was. I, I watched that back and you can just see it. You can see it. The, I wasn't holding back. I went after the notes. I was engaging with the crowd. And I remember a few times when I was singing, I started smiling. You know, I was looking around the room. People were dancing. People were singing along. I was like fucking buzzing. And it, you kind of feed off that. You feed off that. And I was buzzing all day yesterday as well. But I see that all the time. I see people holding themselves back. Not saying things when they want to. 
not pressing a post button on social media because they think they might upset people or they'll be judged. Not getting on video because they feel that they'll get judged and they're judging themselves. When you hold yourself back, you, you kind of get a little bit timid. You get a little bit small. You don't show up or you find excuses not to do it. You know, I know before I got up, I was thinking, voice ain't going to do this today. I was ready to make excuses. But I thought, no, show up. It's, there's no judgment here. Everybody's here. They've, they've had a couple of drinks. They're having a good time. There's a load of musicians in the room. Uh, there, there's no one's here to watch you fail. But we often believe that there is going to be judgment. So we don't show up. Like I said, I see it time and time again, online, offline. People not going for job interviews, doing presentations. Running a mile if they get asked to do a presentation or to speak online or to record a video course because they are afraid of what people will perceive of them and their knowledge. Now, the one thing I always say to people, and I've said this countless times on this podcast, is you, who are you? What are you all about? What's your personality? And let that out. Because I guarantee you, the moment you let that out to play, you will shine and you will connect with people. You will connect with people. You won't stand alone. Somebody will resonate with you, your vibe, your energy, your message. It's just a fact. Someone will. They might not engage directly with your content. They might not even speak up. You know, maybe you send an email. Maybe you do public speaking. Maybe you do poetry readings at an open mic. They may not directly say that they like what you're doing. But trust. Trust you. Believe me. Trust in the fact that somebody does. And I know that can be hard sometimes because of our need for that validation and the fact that social media and the online world has literally magnified that by fucking a million percent. You know, it's like validation on steroids. But I guarantee you there is someone out there every single time that likes what you've got to say, needs to hear what you've got to say. And if you're anything like me a lot of the time, that one person could be you. You could need to hear what you've got to say. You could literally be giving yourself a pep talk, soothing your soul, healing, motivating yourself to take that next step, to dance outside of your comfort zone. And if it is indeed you that you're showing up for, that will have a ripple effect. Because the confidence that you have, the courage that you show, will resonate with somebody. And they'll notice. And if you continue to show up, you'll start attracting people into your life that truly vibe with you. I believe that. I'm seeing that happen right now in my life. I've started getting really clear on who I am, what I need in my life. And the moment that clarity has come into my life, the moment opportunities are starting to open up, opportunities that weren't there 
that I didn't even think were possible a couple of months ago. And again, that's all about just showing up, being yourself, giving things a go, dancing outside of your comfort zone. And honoring who you are. Because who you are is a gift. It's a true gift. It's a gift to the world. And as Carl Jung once said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. And I believe that. I had an ex-girlfriend who, who I often said to, um, that I'm lost. I'm lost. I don't know who I am. I don't know this. I don't know that. And she always said to me, you're not lost, actually. You're just undiscovered. And that didn't really hit home until recently. I didn't really feel it. I didn't really see it. And now in the work that I do, working with people and, and in the work that I've done in the past in education, I see that now. I hear that now. Because I look around and I see so many people that are undiscovered. I listen to the language people use to themselves. I can't. I'm just this. I'll never do that. I watch and see the masks people put on in the social media world. In the real world. Because they don't feel they're able to or say how they truly feel or to appear how they truly are. And I'm going to quote Ziggy Marley here. If you keep hiding your true self, your life becomes like a slow death. Once you become free from the lies and the hiding of yourself, then life becomes vibrant again. And that is such a powerful quote. It's such a powerful quote. It's such a powerful concept that, because I, I felt it, you know, that when, when I've shown up in the past and not really been true to myself or said yes when I meant no, or compromised where there was no compromise, where there was no possibility of a win-win situation for people. When I've literally let my life get dictated to by the demands of a social media platform, you've got to post that this time. You have to show up now. You have to do this, 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 and this to be successful. The more that you start trying to fit into someone else's box, someone else's beliefs, someone else's way of doing things, someone else's definition of normal, successful, authentic. The moment you remove the space to be you, you're casting a vote for someone else. You're not casting a vote for you. And you start going through the motions. So my advice to you, my invitation to you, is to throw all that crap in the bin. Take a moment today to think about who you truly are. What do you have to offer? How do you show up when you're at your best? 
What do people like about being in a room with you? Your characteristics. Is it your smile? Your laugh? Your sense of humor? What is it that people like about being around you? What is it that you like about being around you? You live in your own head and your body all the time. So what is it that you like about that? You know, for me, I love my sense of humor. I love my quirkiness and my love of laughter and watching people smile and laugh. I can thank my nan for that. I definitely inherited that from my nan. I'm smiling like a Cheshire cat now. <laughs> So my invitation is, stop holding yourself back. Start showing up more as you. Because you are truly the gift that keeps on giving. you just got to start giving. <laughs> and start by giving to yourself, by shining a light inwards and showing yourself some love. And on that note, it's time for today's espresso shot of confidence. Well, I'm actually hoping that this episode was a quadruple shot of confidence today. And I'm going to quote Maya Angelou here. If you're always trying to be normal, you'll never know how amazing you can be. So let you define the guidelines of what success, normal, authentic, Real you means to you. And then bring that. Shine it out into the world in all your glory, whatever that means for you. And the world will just be a much better place for it. And I thank you for that. And on that note, I thank you all for listening to this week's episode of an espresso shot of confidence please subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this to get notifications about the next episode and as always as we ride off into the sunset i wish you a farewell and don't forget to be awesome